What's up, everybody? This you is your host. This is your host, Chris Vaughn, dude. And I am coming you jumped to on you. that microphone faster than I've ever seen you move. Bud. I am coming to you from Studio Freaking A. <laughs> What's uh, up, dude? Nothing, dude. And oh, and also welcome my co-host, Josh Shrinko. You guys may not know me. I'm new. <laughs> My yeah. name's Josh Shrinko. Hey, what's up? My name is Josh Shrinko. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, yeah, it's good to be back, dude. Yeah, it's been, been a while. It's been a long time. I gave you a hug when I saw you. I you was did. I was pretty excited. I got I, I got a little hard. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Instinctively, you're wearing scrubs, so I just bent over. <laughs> just assume that the way you do yearly. every time you go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even say anything. He just walks in the room. He just I'm, bend over. Yeah, every time I go to my dentist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, nah, dude, it's it's Give good to be back. Gas, bud. <laughs> it's been a couple weeks. Uh, lots happened, dude. Our freaking lives have changed. Yeah, Chris is rich. Shut up. I God. started a That's business. That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's it's good, man. Um, I was over here earlier. Uh, the guys were, you know, from uh, a Sheegan, um, just rubbing it in my face. That they're over here just. <laughs> Shipping yeah, out orders. We're packaging orders. It was so it was, it was so like dude. high high dollar, dude. We we're just high end. The logistic you know? I gotta say, getting a peek behind the curtain, you know, seeing how the sausage is crammed into the sausage case. <laughs> it was pretty ugly. <laughs> I think that there's We had child labor. We had a a seven year old running around here doing work for us, you know. Yeah. Made yeah. in the USA. <laughs> 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 no, it's, it's who says good, there's man. not sweat labor still in the U.S. That's either. right, dude. You're teaching these kids young. <laughs> no, it's it's uh it's good to see the the well. I guess if you uh, don't follow us on social media, you may not know this, but Josh did launch his uh, company, um, a Shegan. What is it? A Shegan. Uh, Just a Shegan brand. A Shegan brand, but yep. the, it's the official brand of smallmouth bass. That's right, bud. AKA. Yep. Trademarked. Yeah. So don't We're even try it. We're working on that trademark. So. so don't even try it. Don't even. TM thieves. I know a lot of attorneys. I know one. <laughs> yeah. And I know two. So, uh, no, I, I, I don't know two. I only know one. Um, so let's see here. We got, we also got some stickers uh, in from uh, a listener here Wooly Bugger Fly Company out of yeah, Missouri. Yeah, he's been trying to Wooly send Bugger. that for a while. Uh, you sent him the wrong address. You sent him my I? address. Yeah. You yeah. put Oakdale Drive. Someone thinks that you confused my street with the Oakdale Dam of the Tippecanoe River. That's a good theory. Um, I'll tell you this. Your wife is going to be none too pleased that you just put out your street name on the podcast. That's but, all right. But uh, anyways, we got some, some stickage in, and then we got another some more stickage from uh, Support Your Local Creek. From Log Jam Fishing Log Company. Log Jam Fishing so Company. So this is a a guy who messaged me for, on the Chigan thing. He he owns a Bloomington based um, kind of art art fishing art company. Nice so, dude. Yeah. Well, I gotta say, Josh stole. I mean, they're all one. they're all very cool. I I took one that has a a peace symbol on it because I'm so Chris is such a hippie. I'm so <laughs> peaceful. Uh, Josh took the one I really wanted, but that's okay. You know, you, you know, you just take what you want. I already put this want, on our story. Dude, so. you just oh, just take what you want, dude. It's fine. Uh, no, it's it's everything's good. Uh, Josh just came back from uh, We got a, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Dude, we have so much stuff to talk about. We got Josh just came back from a, va- I'm a fly vacation. Now. Josh was fly fishing out in the Rockies. How do you like that? How'd you like that pose with that rod in my mouth, bud? How 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 fly fishy did I look? You looked very fly fishy. I do know I don't know if that's an obligatory photo, but I feel like every fly fisherman, when they're such noobs in the game, they're take they're taking a, a rod in mouth photo. Yeah, well, I love things. I like putting rods in my mouth. <laughs> I know. So you I mean, it's natural. Yeah, but you're more of a Tinkara guy. I thought. <laughs> the smaller, yeah. smaller rods. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I so I did. Those of you who didn't see, we did a family RV vacation out west and did the 
kind of round of national parks, Glacier, Yellowstone, Grand Tetons. And uh, just kind of, it's fly culture out there, buddy. It really is. I mean, you kind of feel like you're out of place if you have a conventional rod. Mm-hmm. And um, I will say Dustin caught a lot of fish on the conventional rod <laughs> while I was yeah, <laughs> struggling dude. with the fly rod. A those, lot the trout, those trout were just like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Dustin had these little uh, inline spinners, dude, and he was slaying. Doesn't take much. Yeah. my well, So there was this one particular uh, stretch of this creek or river, whatever you want to call it, and I'd found this really good spot. And I had kind of got up on top of this real tall rock. And I honestly, I was feeling pretty good about myself. I was making some pretty, pretty, I was dropping dude, dime fly I would casts. Love, I would uh, love to see a video dude, of what you thought I have, you were doing. I have, I have video of it. I was, just, you think you look like Brad Pitt. Or I have video. Katie took, Katie took my, oh, exactly like him. Uh, so I, I found this little riffle and it was loaded with some kind of trout and they kept coming up, so I was determined to catch them on the dry fly. I didn't want to, like, have to mess with, you know. Well, and I didn't know what type of line was on that. I didn't know if it was, like, good for, like, different types of flies and stuff. Because right. I was actually having trouble with the line pulling the fly under, which I'm sure is a it, – it has to do with my lack of experience. Um, so I kept – I was having trouble with it. So anyways – I kept getting these fish though. They would come up and they would hit this fly, but they would not take it. And I don't know if that's a common problem with dry flies or whatever, dude, but they were like, they looked like they were smashing it and I just couldn't hook up. I bet you I had 30 to 40 takes and not one fish to show hmm. for it. And I was getting frustrated. So anyways, the family, you know, you know how you do when you're waiting, you work your way upstream. I was by myself and I was like waiting to catch fish and I was anticipating catching fish, didn't catch fish. Dustin comes up, hands the rod to his daughter, first cast, freaking like 14, 15 inch rainbow. My daughter gets the rod, catches another one. His son catches the rod. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been sitting here for 40 minutes trying to catch these fish. Dude. They're freaking. Just, you looked so good though for those forty minutes. I did just casting that rod. <laughs> I did. Uh, it's, it's more about just casting and being yeah. out there. <laughs> so I went upstream. I did catch a tiny little brook trout that was cool. Um, cool, really cool colors. I think it was a brook trout. Let me show you. Um, so, but that day in particular, I talked to two other fly fishermen, and they're like, "We hadn't even got a bite." So I think it was just fishing was kind of tough. The water is really hot. It's really unseasonably warm up there. Yeah. It was like over 60 degrees, mm. which is, yeah, I've, from what I've heard is just not common. No. So anyways. I think there's a huge concern out there for the amount of water that's in the rivers, one, and two, that it's, you know, so hot right now. High water temperatures and trout lead to, you know, mortality, so. Right. So anyway, so I'm... um that that particular day we fished for probably that was the longest we fished it was like three hours and i caught that one little brook trout it's all i had to show for it and i was kind of getting i was getting irritated here's what i caught what is that yeah it's a brook trout yeah so i thought Mm -hmm. tiny little guy yeah so anyways um bloody as hell too by the way yeah what'd you do to it (laughs) bash it against a rock or what no like swallowed the fly i'm just joking uh yeah i i kind of i yeah i'm sure (laughs) i'm sure those fishermen out there did not appreciate my handling you look like dexter dude you're (laughs) blood yeah was that did that fish wrong you in some way (laughs) i just i stomped it (laughs) uh so anyway chumming with that deal or what shut up all right go ahead sorry uh I already felt out of place too out there. I smashed all my barbs because that was what I was told that had to be done out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, we didn't really fish a lot until a few days later when we were in the Grand Tetons, and I was like bound and determined. I didn't even know if this river was good fishing or not. I was like, there has to be fishing here, and I was like, I'm gonna fish with this dry fly until I catch a fish. And I did. I waited upstream. It was probably about 30, 45 minutes into me fishing, dude, and I had this rainbow trout come and just clobber this hopper dude i mean just clobbered it and it it was like one of those times where 
Chris had given me this tip, and I have no idea what the battle test of this stuff is, but it is thin. Mm-hmm. It's like spider web thin. Yeah. And uh, I was afraid like it was going to break me off. So I'm like fighting this thing. I'm like running downstream chasing it. Because I'm like trying to give it line, but I don't want to give it too much. I mean, it was an eight pounder, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, it ended up, I think it was like 16 inches. So it was yeah. a nice, you know, it was a nice rainbow trout. It fought pretty hard. I was Well, when you got two pounds, two pound test on it, you know, you're, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it's pretty vulnerable. Inches, yeah. It'll break um, you off for sure. But yeah, so I caught that. And then um, that's what I took my little, you know, mouth, fly rod and mouth picture. And, um, yeah, that that was my trout experience would, out there. That brook trout in your mouth would have been a little weird. <laughs> yeah. First of all, it looked like you bit it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And second, I got just confused what I was supposed to put in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that thing was a sardine. Yeah. I've seen people catch little ones like that though, and they like take pictures of them, like they're <laughs> proud of them. So I was like, huh? Oh, yeah. I don't know. No, I did. I, I did I, fish one. We fished the Bitterroot River one time. Which I know yeah. is like a famous, that's like a famous fly river. That's a pretty normal sized brook trout, though. They don't really get that big. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think they do in like other places like Labrador and, you know, like on the Tuckasegee and places like in South America, I think they get big. But generally speaking, they're like eight to 10 inches is like okay. a pretty big one. Well, that so. one's probably six. So, <laughs> yeah. No, it's, that's, yeah, that's a good, that's a good fish, dude. Well, I'm glad you were able to go out there and do it, though. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool. It's a cool, I know that you, you know, the bass guys, if they've never done it before and probably you before it's, it's, yeah, I haven't, you, you really wouldn't, I don't know. It's a cool thing. It was cool. I mean, it was just cool being out there. So, For sure. um, you guys got to see all kinds of an- animals and the vacation was just, yeah, it was pretty spectacular. Nice, um, dude. so, uh, then you went up to Michigan, yeah. the UP, um, um, well, not to the UP. It's it's on the lower part, but oh, uh, that's not considered UP. Though. No, it's okay. uh, we went to Travers Bay on a little family vacation. So you a light guy now, dude? It was fun. I'm not gonna lie. It was <laughs> uh, we got a house on Travers Bay. Um, You're gonna get a deep V Lund, aren't dude, you, dude? I totally would. <laughs> I could become. I would be. I would late guy out if we had the lakes. Believe me, I would late guy. Yeah, um, but we just don't. So. Um, but anyways, it was, it was awesome, man. I mean, the water is like crystal clear, like 25 feet of visibility, um, easily, like, especially in the, in the high sun, 25 feet, 30 feet, no problem. Um, and most of the bottom, like, cause of the zebra mussels, I think that increase the clarity so much, but like most of the bottom is kind of sandy and kind of featureless. So, uh, after kind of the first day, I mean, we, we had been told, or I had researched enough to know that. You know the fish are not going to be up in the shallows. They're going to be kind of a little bit, a little bit deeper. And I got some points too from uh, a listener, which I'll, I'll put his name out there too, because um, that was really cool of him. Um, he sent. You sent some spots, some hot stretches. Yeah, he sent me a couple, a couple spots um, near where we were staying, which I'll, I'll get his name here in a minute. Um, but anyways, so that was. That was cool. So he sent us some spots. We thought that they were going to be probably 30, 35 foot of water. Um, and the first day we spent a lot of time kind of searching those, like the drop off, because there's kind of like a shallow ledge that runs around the lake for like the first couple hundred yards. And then it drops off pretty significantly. So we thought the fish would be closer to the drop off, you know, where that water, the water in that lake drops from like 30 to 80 feet in like 100 yards. That's wild. So. You know, we were looking in those areas, looking for the quick drop-offs um, and those big changes in depth. We really didn't find any, and there, there very well could have been fish there, and we just weren't in the right, you know, spots because uh, we really couldn't see the bottom at 35 feet. Um, but anyways, we ended up motoring back to the house after the first day, and in doing so, we were kind of running in, like, probably – like the water up there is like crystal clear, like really shallow. And then about 16 to 20 feet, it turns like this tar- turquoise color. So we were kind of running in that turquoise line. And then obviously the deeper you get, the bluer kind of haze the water gets. Um, but we were kind of running in that turquoise line and is mostly featureless. But every like probably, you know, three, 400 yards, you'd run across like a boulder pile. 
or like a boulder field of like that's like maybe a hundred yards long. And every time we ran over one of those boulder fields, you know, because we were running in 16 to 18 feet of water, you can see everything. Every time we ran over one of those boulder fields, we like bumped a fish, bumped a fish, bumped a fish. So what we ended up doing was like kind of motoring out a little deeper, looking into the shallows. And when we saw a boulder field, we just motored down, kind of slowly got back to it and then would hit those boulder fields. So the, on the way back, we, I think we caught 10 fish, maybe, or maybe a little bit less than 10 fish, probably in the last hour that we fished on the first day. So we kind of knew we had a pattern for the rest of the week and, you know, we just kept, kept doing that. But I mean, it's so, it's so clear out there that like fluoro was, you know, you absolutely had to have fluoro. And I don't think we caught a single fish that wasn't on a Ned rig or a tube. So I was going to say, so kind of ironic, I fly fish on vacation and you conventional fished. Yeah, dude. Did you try the fly? Didn't even try it. Oh, didn't even, didn't even take it out. Didn't even, it was in the boat. Didn't even break it out. That's blasphemy. It was, dude, it was do the guys, bottom. Do you guys fly fish for this I think, type of fish? I think so, yeah. I mean, it's just tough. It feels like it's be kind of like pointless. I think I could do it, but. Wrong I mean, tool. Yeah, it's, I just think it's the wrong tool for that job. I mean, it's super clear water, and it's like 16 feet deep, like was the kind of the minimum of where we were finding fish. So, you know. What's I, wild, though, is it's 16 feet, but you can see the bottom. <laughs> I mean, that's. It's like not the same as when you think of 16 feet deep around here, even in a river, it's like, it's just like black. You can't see anything. Yeah. I mean, right. you looking for that guy's name? Yeah. I was looking for his name. I wanted to, he's, you can tell he's really important to you. He well, gave we, you all kinds of tips. This major trip. Don't even remember the guy's name. Yeah. He was he, poor guy. Well, we, <laughs> we get, me, we get messages like every day. Uh, so popular. So I'm sorry, dude. I'm, I'm trying to find you here. And it's also been a couple weeks since he messaged me. So, um, uh, but anyways, I'll find it. Th- thanks a lot to that guy for sending me, <laughs> sending me some points. Thanks to that guy. Frick, I can't remember his name, dude. <laughs> Well, if you you should have been helping. Dude. I don't know what he. I didn't see him. he wasn't sending messages to me. Yeah. Well, anyways, <laughs> dude, your name is freaking your 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 name is freaking lost to the stars right now, and Josh is just loving this. Chris deleted the message because he got what he wanted just, out of you. Just, he doesn't need to talk to you anymore. Dude, I just wish. Here's what uh, here's what I wish. Okay. I wish that you would just cover for me for one second while I look for this guy's name. I'm, I'm putting the heat on. Just loving it too I'm much. Putting the heat on. You'll just li- you'll just sit there and let me flounder, dude. He's like he just he just looking through everybody's messages. He's looking in like February. I'm back to February. It's been two weeks since we messaged. I forgot his name. I'm sorry. He's uh, good dude. friend. Oh, and we one cool thing is uh, call him that guy. Hey, th- hey, thanks that guy. <laughs> no one. Uh, Shannon got her, got her. Uh, we did. Yeah. So why don't you kind of shout out some of the guys? <laughs> <laughs> Chris is furiously scrolling through our Instagram. What are you talking, dude? Uh, yeah. So um, uh, we talked about it a little bit. Oh well, that's why because he doesn't have his name on his Instagram. It's drunk and fishless. That's his. That's good his old name. drunk and fishless. I remember that guy. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, and he doesn't have any. I don't know know at all what he looks. I think like. he's a drunk. <laughs> I don't know why I took advice from a guy that's named Fishless. <laughs> no, he doesn't have a single picture of his face, and his name isn't on his Instagram. So you'll forgive me if I didn't remember that. All right. Uh, yeah, so Shannon, we the last episode we talked about it a little bit, but uh, you guys, you know, Wet Boy Nation heeded the call and uh, just flooded flooded us with uh, donations for Shannon Williams, and she's. I mean, honestly, dude, you know, I uh, I talk to Jeremy on a pretty regular basis, probably every other day, something like that, and um, 
she's is pretty rough. Like she's going through a rough time. And you know, I know uh I know we brought a lot of um joy to them with that package. So he was very uh very very um uh, thankful both of them were for all the stuff you guys donated, all the cool notes that you sent, all the like you know, art. I saw, saw some art. Yeah, Aaron Kimball drew a um, you know a caricature of her. I'm sure she thought that was hilarious. Somebody put a aluminum foil package that said "Not weed" on I it. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> that is so it's funny. So funny. Yeah. I know. I was like, uh, you, you, I Josh is just sitting there thinking, like, I want. I wish I had to open that package. <laughs> I know, that's what I was like. <laughs> it's wonder, legal in Michigan, I wonder, man. I wonder what was really in that? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they, it was very cool to see us to be able to make a little bit of difference in someone's life that, you know, and they're they're genuine. Both of them, Jeremy and Shannon, are both like legit. You know, you know, fishermen, fisherwomen. I mean, they are the, there are people. You know, and I I told Jeremy from the beginning when kind of had that idea is like, you know, hey, you're smallmouth family, and uh, you know they they like I said it was really cool for our our listeners to do that. You know if there's nothing else that we do with this dumb podcast, dude. That's like, to me, right. Those type of things really make make you know feel worthwhile. So it was very cool, very cool if everybody send that stuff in. We've contributed two things: one to her happiness, and two, Jimmy obviously is now in the vernacular of every real oh yeah smallmouth angler, J- including John yeah. B. <laughs> <laughs> we we know you're listening, dude. <laughs> Please respond to Josh's <laughs> desperate freaking Instagram, please. Yeah. Uh, no, but, and then, uh, what was the other thing? Oh, Wet Boy Nation, dude. Wet Boy, uh, yeah. more than, Bi Fly, Wet Boy. Oh, Bi Fly, yeah. Bi Fly, Wet Boy, and um, Bi Fly, uh, Wet Boy. That's like our, that's like our three, um, I would call myself a Bi Fly Wet Boy. I would definitely call you that. <laughs> I will and say I, I am just a fly fly wet boy, dude. <laughs> you're by fly. I, you're like I by guess. you're like by gear. So okay, well, I'll let me just finish up now that I found drunken fishless. <clears throat> yeah, go at, ahead. Uh, Instagram. <laughs> Your face so, isn't beat red anymore. Damn, dude, I thought for sure I was blowing it, but yeah, he was <laughs> he was cool. But uh, anyways. Um, so we ended up getting to do a lot of fishing with the kids, especially, which was awesome. My daughter, like, like all the kids, you know, in the house were fishing with Mike, Michael Solenberger, my buddy, Michael, what's up, Michael. And, uh, and I, and you know, my, my daughter got up at like five 30 one morning to go fishing with me. Nobody else wanted to get up. So she was, you know, she's like all about it so that was pretty special it was just all in all like i definitely needed it been working like way too much not fishing enough you know not spending enough time with the family so it was you know well well needed and and uh yeah same same to me man the rv vacation really gave it was a good chunk of time to spend with and you were pretty much off the grid yeah, we're off the grid, you know, really got a chance to... It wasn't a relaxing vacation, per se, because it was really busy and activity-oriented, but I didn't worry about work the entire time. I had, um, you know, two people back home, two employees that were really doing a good job of, like, not bothering me. Literally, I didn't get a call the entire time I was gone. Nice, dude. So, it felt really nice. Now, I had 986 emails when I came back yeah. home, but... I mean, I checked my um, emails, and I spent less than 45 minutes on work every day, so... Yeah, that's that's always nice, man. Um, and I just did that to preserve my mental health when I got back. Right. It's not a bad idea. Um, but, yeah, dude, uh, so on the home front... I got a, you know, the big White River event coming up um, on Saturday. So I'm pretty nervy about that. Yeah, dude, you uh, got your freaking little ass spanked the last two I, tournaments, dude. I got sixth place. I mean, you that's got not your terrible. Little, you got your little ass. Just... I did. It's For my standards, I would agree. I got my ass beat. Yeah. I like... um, but I what came out of that is I've... I feel like I have a real. I feel better about my game plan this tournament than I've felt since the first time I fished this new newer stretch that I kind of discovered. So I feel pretty good about it. I have a really solid game plan. Yeah, uh, which I'll I will put out if you want me to on this <laughs> no, podcast right now. No, when are you releasing uh, it? 
This podcast? Yeah. Like now? <laughs> do do not say I'll just beep it out. <laughs> uh, no, I have a really, really, I, I would say an unconventional, and no, that doesn't mean I'm fly fishing, <laughs> um, an unconventional uh, plan, but I think it's going to give me a shot to do really well in this tournament. So I've just been, in, I would say I've been in a little bit of a tourney slump this year. Um, haven't had any wins yet. Um, had a couple decent finishes, but this one is the one that counts. And uh, yeah, and by the way, so Dude, I cut to a 30 second montage of Josh just training for this tournament on Saturday. <laughs> 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 just changing out all the swivels. Yeah, well. We'll see, man. I, I'm, I'm actually really... It's kind of one of those things I'm legit, like, super excited to fish on Saturday. I'm excited like, to see if you can redeem yourself. I mean, like, yeah. like the Phoenix, dude. You need to <laughs> rise up out of these ashes and we'll see. kick some asses. Yeah. So. I, don't, I don't know. I've definitely struggled to find... I will say this. This year has been a tough year for 18s for me. Go figure. And yeah. I we need to do a tally for our competition. Dude, yeah. I've only fished... In Indiana twice since. Well, I have uh, one more on the board because I caught one a 19 the other night. Yeah, so, I've, got, I've got one more on the board as well. Yeah, so we're, we're still pretty close. It's going to come down to that fall stretch. Yeah, so. I mean, this weekend I'm going back up to Michigan. So we're going to my dad, yeah. my daddy, and my brother are going up to uh, the Muskegon. And, and I'm going north as well here week after next. So, um, None of those are going to count. No. Uh, but, yeah, it's been – I would say this year for me um, has been – it's been kind of a grind uh, in Indiana. Yeah. I would say yeah. for – I would say for me it's not been. I've just been killing it, basically. <laughs> uh, I just haven't gotten to do very much fishing. But uh, yeah, I tell you this, my brother's here. having a – I, I haven't talked to him. Has he been doing pretty good? He is having the worst year of fishing. Oh, really? I, I, I've never known him to have a year like this. I mean, he's like, I think he's maybe caught three 18s like all year. Yeah, that's rough. So he's really looking forward to this trip. We were actually going to go to St. Clair. You're going to Muskegon? Yeah, we're going to go to Muskegon. So. I feel like you should just go a little bit further north. Well, we have only got Saturday and Sunday. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So, um, so we're going to fish the Muskegon, and I think we're going to fish a section on the Grand. So if you know a good section on the Grand, I don't know much about that river, feel free to... Uh, you can get such a, a great shout out like drunken fishless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, there's some motivation for you. Yeah, uh, no, send me a send me a DM. I'd be more than happy to take some intel on the grand. Um, I don't know that much about it, but I think that was the game plan. So. Yeah, that'll be, that should be fun. Anytime you go up up to Michigan, man, you can't go wrong up there. We're kind of spoiled. Uh, That's the problem. Yeah, we're spoiled with the. Wisconsin and the Minnesota. Yeah. That now going to Michigan is like kind of like a, well, that's great. And it's going to be awesome. Michigan is like one level above, you know, Wisconsin is probably three levels above. And then Minnesota is like five above. Above Indiana. I would say Michigan is like three levels above Indiana. Probably. And then four and five would be. Probably. Yeah. 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 Yeah, You're probably right. Um, that's probably more accurate. And especially now that I've seen Travers Bay. Well, I, I say mean, Michigan has places in it for like lake guys and stuff like that. Dude, it's I'm just telling that, you what. That's not something that I've ever really dove into that much. So. I think Travers Bay gets absolutely slammed during the spawn, like right. June. Uh, you know, maybe even into early July. I think the spawn thing like goes off and those fish are in five feet of water and you can probably see every scale on that fish when yeah. you get him to eat but uh you know other than that i again this is like the weirdest thing in michigan minnesota and wisconsin did not see a single bass angler on the lake yeah that's wild i mean they were all out there fishing 80 feet of water look for lake trout were you there on the weekend yes yeah that's pretty wild i did were not there pleasure see boaters a, um yeah lots of pleasure boaters all week I mean, really? like sailboats are like the big thing up there, but you also see, I mean, you see a lot of fishermen, but like they're all fishing 80 feet of water. Yeah. They're all just weird. They're kind of like f- when me and you and the Muskegon, everybody's fishing for salmon. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty dumb. Actually. We, we, <laughs> yeah. They were, people were like, uh, and we had a good trip though. Oh, I thought we had, that was, yeah. dude, I had a blast that trip. It was beautiful, man. All yeah, those leaves. That was, that was really good. I, that was, 
that's one of my favorite trips in recent memory. Like, because it was, I don't know, just like when me and you go fishing, I feel like there are no distractions. We're just like hardcore, yeah, all about the fishing. No pressure, no additional pressure. That's what I like about nope. fishing with you. Yeah, like I, even with my brother, like because I know he doesn't get to go out very much, and like there's like an additional pressure. Like I hope this goes well. With you, I can go out and I'm like, I don't. If it doesn't go well, I know that I, it's, it's eating not, you up as much as it's eating exactly. me. Exactly. So. There's you don't. You're not. Neither one of us feel like we're the alpha dog in the situation. So we basically like, you know, we're both equally responsible for the outcome of the trip. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's. I think that may be it too. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but anyways, dude, I'm looking forward to fishing with you again, dude. I'm like, I know. What's the deal? I know, dude. You're just a busy freaking entrepreneur. I am busy. The Achigan thing has been really cool. Uh, and I'll say thank you because I know a lot of our listeners have been our initial customers. So thanks for showing support. It means a lot. We've uh, we had a really successful opening first couple days. And uh, yeah. Tomorrow, we, dude, it's a big test. Yep. Yeah. So the our partnership with Matt Nelson, we're... He's dropping the first video with that shirt on tomorrow, and uh, we'll see. Have a sneaking suspicion that's going to get crazy. <laughs> um, but we're trying to get some kinks worked out first with like the first initial orders before. But anyways, it, it yeah, thanks to you guys for the ones that bought stuff and the ones that supported. You know, like I said, we're going to continue to pump out some cool um, products, and uh, it's. Yeah, it's going to be a fun journey to see where the thing goes, and um, yeah, we'll see, man. Well, I have already uh, acquired multiple competing sponsorships <laughs> from other various Chris has been messaging companies. all the fishing apparel companies trying to get them yeah. to be a title sponsor. Ryan, we, we, Ryan Hodges. How many times are we going to forget to say, this is brought to you by River Rat US? We're saying it right now. Okay. <laughs> we're, brought, we're brought to you by River Rats USA. <laughs> we what's, uh, what's the slogan that you came up with? Fish the rat. Fish the rat. <laughs> I, I think, like that. I think that's their... Is think, that what they got? Yeah. Uh, I thought you came up with it. Oh, psh, yeah. I mean, oh, marketing genius. Dude, TM that too while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... uh, Yeah, I mean... Yeah, thanks to everybody, I guess. For the, for the purchase. I would rather you go buy, uh, you know, clothing from one of my sponsors. But. <laughs> Chris is on pro staff for eight clothing spot clothing yeah. companies, and besides a Cheegan, he won't wear any a Cheegan. That's gear. actually false. It's contractually uh, obligated to not wear competing <laughs> stuff. Hey, if there's a clothing company out there that has 100 percent coverage for the super uber pale, <laughs> reach out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that UPF baby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, as far as like what coming up, man, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that tournament. I got a really big strategy to, you know, the goal is the, I don't think I'm going to get 90 inches, but I would say 85 is the goal. So that's the average of set five, 17 inch fish is that's the goal. So if I get that, I'll be happy. Five seventeens, which I think it'll come in the form of two eighteens. You know, a sixteen and a half. Right. We were talking about the the average, the average, five fish average. Yeah. So I think you can inches. definitely do it. I think your strategy is a winner. Um, we'll see. You know, I I'll. I need that text encouragement during the day because that really I, the time when I got my best finish in that tournament, I got second, and you called me and got me fired up in the middle of the middle of the morning. It was about ten thirty. You which, called me. Which one do you like better? When I call you in the middle of the tournament to get your ass motivated or when I make fun of you afterwards for losing. <laughs> Definitely in the middle of the okay. tournament. <laughs> all right. Well, that's noted. I'll, I'll work on it. That's all I'll say. Uh, yeah. But, um, so you got that Michigan thing coming up. Um, I'm going to go with my dad and my brother. We're, we're So the plan is to go to the upper Mississippi again. Um, but I, I'm thinking after seeing some, some uh, fellow wet boys post from some other parts of the upper midwest we might try something else because what i've heard up there what i've seen is the upper mississippi is in like all-time low flows right now hmm. um and i know some other places aren't. ain't no fish up there anyways yeah 
Well, I say I, I don't know. I mean, they're still hit catching fish. I've seen people post fish up there. Well, so. I, I, you know where I would go. I don't really know. We'll have to talk about this offline and see what you would do. Yeah. But drive time is a factor, obviously, because you go up to Minnesota. It's, you know, it's it's a full, like, 12 hours to get up there. Yeah. Because um, so, you guys are thinking about going to the St. Croix, maybe, right? I don't know. Or the... That's one. Namikagon or the yeah. Chippewa or... Yeah. That's the region. Or even upper Wisconsin. Like, there's... Several places that I'm thinking of that might be good. So Menominee, maybe. Menominee, Sus- was, Susquehanna would be good. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, oh, dude. And also, big development on the home front. I have internet now. I so. know we can do remote podcasts yeah, without Chris going. It, 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 I know. I'm excited about it. Um, yeah. I feel uh, like we're rusty. 35 minutes in, I feel like we're stalling out. We haven't done an episode in two weeks. No, well, I was actually going to talk for me what the fish have been doing recently because I have been out a couple times here prepping for that tournament and, um, you know, just want to give the wet boys a little taste of maybe what, you know, what's going on with the fish right now. Um, I will say this season, above any season I've ever seen in Indiana, what the hell is up with the bait fish population, dude? It is stacked. The lack of floods, probably. It must be, man. I yeah. mean, every single river that I go to. So we went and did the little, I don't know if you saw that little Cheegan launch well, video. Here's what I think. It's I think here's, uh, if I can theorize. Go ahead. Scientifically. Yeah. I am a doctor after all. <laughs> you um, are. <laughs> so I think, it, I think it revolves around two central features one i think brood x had everything looking up when everything else was small and feeding on that's a good that's a really good theory so that's one theory so they were feeding heavily on the cicadas and left the bait fish alone because they were easier when the the bait fish were most most vulnerable the rivers around here were absolutely cram-packed with grade a pre like premium protein that was zero effort to eat right so, you know, the little fry, the little, you know, and, and, and I'll say this, I also saw more fish guarding fry into like early, like mid June and end of June this year than I've, I've ever seen, which indicates to me that there were very few hatches that were unsuccessful, that were unsuccessful. So I yeah. think that that it's a freaking dink fest this year too. That's the other thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know why I can't explain that, but I can just, I think that that's why there's so many bait fish in the river right now, because I just don't think that they were heavily. Um, I mean, there's so, yeah, it's like to the point where, you know, almost every place you go, whatever you're, th- if you throw anything that throws off vibration, it's kicking up bait fish. And like, right. usually that's reserved. Like when you see that, you're like, Oh, there's fish around here, but it's just like that everywhere. Right. And I, I, you know, it's like from a fishing standpoint, it's like, what do you make of that? Like, what do you, how do you use that, you know, intel to be, catch more fish? And for me, it's been tough. Like one, I think you really do need to stick with the bait fish pattern because I think from after brood X, I think that's been their main diet. And I've, I would say I backed that by, I looked down every single fish's throat that I catch and I've seen nothing. I haven't seen any crawfish this, this summer. It's all been bait fish. So I think you need to focus on bait fish patterns. The problem is there's so many bait fish. Like why would they eat your bait fish over the other ones? And you know, some things, you know, I don't want to give away too much for my tournament strategy, but like, I think sizing up is probably a good, good idea because a lot of the bait fish I've seen have been like, at least around here in Indiana, have been like a pinky length about that. And sizing up, I think, gives you a little bit of um, uh, differentiation. And then also really selling the whole dying bait fish. Like, um, you know, whereas like uh, a like lot you're not, of... You're not swimming it back to you right a lot of times when like a streamer for instance a game changer like 
you'll you'll strip strip you'll let it fall but then you're, you're pretty aggressive with the strips and a lot of times you'll get hits on the strip like those fish are reacting to that thing moving like it's a live bait fish right whereas i really think it needs to be like an easy meal for them like it needs to be falling like you have to let it fall for like dead stick it for a long time you know like two or three seconds before you move in between uh strips so I think for me, that's kind of what I've found this year that's like started to pay off. Topwater bite has sucked after um, Brood X. Like, dude, I I can't catch a single fish on topwater. Hmm. Just nothing. And it's like, there was a couple times I've been out where it's like, dude, this looks like a topwater bite. It's like a little bit cloudy water. It's The flow's popping a little bit. And dude, just I can't, wasn't having it. Really, um, and I do think they they might be eating like fly type of topwater because I have seen guys catch them on the fly, but like conventional topwaters, I just haven't had luck with, and mm. I haven't heard people having luck with them. Very so, interesting. Okay, well, good tips, dude. So that's my analysis for hot freaking tip. Yeah, yeah. This is what I at least from around here, I feel like that's what's going on, um, but. Yeah, I'm going to practice on Friday. So to... shorter, kind of shorter, uh, you know, like say if somebody's fishing like a a fluke, like an unweighted fluke, you mm-hmm. know, your your thing would be, you know, you make the cast and you just do the shorter kind of, shorter, less jerky kind of, or more jerky, less kind of consistent pull I'm just like, retrieves. Yeah, like the where I'm letting, like in between a couple um you know solid like jerks i'm letting it die for like three seconds yeah dead sticking yeah yeah and then i'm gonna do a couple more aggressive jerks let it die again and that seems to be catching now you can catch a ton of fish like i i've numbers have been great but size has been lacking and those big fish i feel like are they're not fooled like those little fish are being super aggressive with everything, but the big fish are just like they're like, nope, they don't, they don't probably, want it. They're probably just satiated. Yeah, it could be it. Um, so you got to really sell it. I did know? throw, I did throw, I committed the other day to throw a big swim bait. Um, this, hang on, I'll get it. Let me see it. Uh, Hold on, let me just let you flounder for for the next thirty seconds while you <laughs> look for this. <laughs> No. What do you got? What is that? What do you think about that? Oh, that's that guy that uh, yeah, that Ozarks guy told you to mag slow. I threw that the other day. Um, for like look uh, at you, dude. Look at your gear upgrade. Just you like that? Saint Croix Legend X. Yeah, baby. This um, podcast is brought to you by Saint Croix Rods. I wish Saint Croix would sponsor the best me. rods <laughs> on earth. Um, look at the first fish I caught in this. Literally, I. Threw it for, I don't know, 15 minutes maybe. This is the first fish I caught. And this this will surprise you. This is a White River fish. Um, hang on here. Well. Look at that. Oh, big old largey, dude. <laughs> big largey, dude. That's like a four-pounder. Whoa, look at that tail, too. Yeah, the tail was all eaten, eaten away. It was really weird. Yeah, uh, that's odd. Yeah, but that thing, so it came off some rocks and just hit that thing. And I did, and all I saw was like a shadow. I was with my wife fishing. And I like literally dropped my rod in the front of the um, thing and put my hands on my head like this. And I go, oh my God, because I thought that was a smallmouth. Picked my rod back up and it's on the end of the line. Really? Yeah. So my theory was right again. That you let Kill it die. It. Right. Yeah, and it came back and got it. Maybe so. it was a smallmouth the first time. Did you ever think about that? Dude. Well, I'm, I it had to be that fish. But could you imagine that fish, like the top of that fish, thinking it was a smallmouth? Oh, like, man, yeah. It was I was boy. like, oh, my God. Did you God. measure that? No, I didn't. I It was 20 inches without the tail. Yeah, so. it looks pretty big. <laughs> it was a big, yeah, it was a big fish. And the, for those who can't see, the, literally the entire tail is gone. Those that can't see, all of you that are, ver- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that are Everyone listening that can't to the see. audio. <laughs> <laughs> we have a visual podcast. It, just people don't know about it. That's true, dude. We have uh, a hidden YouTube channel. So anything new in your box? Um, 
You know, I haven't bought a ton of tackle. I did lose an entire fly box of Chris's that you let me for this trip. You son of a... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think there was anything. Uh, I... Um, no, man, I'm trying to keep it simple right now. I, I haven't bought really anything of note. Really flukes and fluke hooks. That's, yeah. you know, really what I've been stocking up on. <clears throat> Uh, but no, not. What about you, man? You got anything cool? I don't have anything cool. Um, new. I bought some new. I bought a new scale. Uh, nice. Spencer McCormick. What's up, dude? I uh, you, get, you get a certified scale? No, but I I asked him which scale he would buy, and mm. you know he was like, yeah, the highbrow, yeah. No, he gave me lowbrow. Actually, he's like, oh, he's really? like actually like. Uh, you know, you should just buy this $40 scale from uh, Amazon. It's like, it's the best one on the what market. What color is it? Black and red. Mm. It's pretty nice. So, um, so I plan to do some weight, some fish measuring and fish weighing. Weigh those three so pounders, can, bud. Yeah, I'm going to try it out. So <laughs> I will I will say this. I'm becoming a lake guy fully. I'm <laughs> yeah. fully embracing lake life, dude. He's going to have a fiberglass bass boat. Dude, you better believe it. <laughs> Be trolling for walleye. No, actually, dude, that's another thing. So I got a lot of questions about how the boat handled on the, uh, on the big lake. It was great. Yeah, Zero I, complaints. I'm at definitely all. jealous of that. I was like, because I got we that. tubed, we freaking uh, boated. You know, we went fishing. I mean, I had, and it was kind of choppy out there. Like, yeah, several times, and it was it was fine. Yeah, I was gonna say like I bought that little small little boat, which I think I'm gonna love in certain areas. But that that would be really cool. You got me looking for another jet, bud. Yeah, well, I don't know why it's uh. And one big enough for the family. Yeah, that's why I have mine. Because I, like, just like this weekend, my dad's shoulder is giving him so much problems he can't even draw his compound bow anymore. Yeah. So he's like, I can't, he's like, I can't really, you know, fly fish anymore. So he's like, I can't row the raft. So, you know, that's why we got, you know, we got this. So, anyways. um, G3, baby, solid. Yeah, dude. I love it. Um, But I did want to um, tell you guys a little little story i've been saving this until right. until deep in, let's hear it deep deep into the pod right, so, <laughs> is it inappropriate <laughs> no no not at all but uh so i went fishing with my brother a couple of weeks ago this was like right after our last podcast and um we went and did a section on the upper flat rock it was terrible it was literally the worst day of fishing i think i've had in a really long time we caught I don't know, 10 fish maybe. It was just, it was brutal. So uh, anyway, so on our way out to the river, I'm meeting my brother at, you know, the the put-in point or whatever. And I had my box, like I have like a plastic Tupperware box that I put under my fly seat, like under my rower seat. And it's got all my stuff in it. It's got two fly boxes, fly, you know, some fly reels, extra line. Uh, I have... I mean, probably literally a thousand dollars worth of gear in this fly box, and this like, in this, this going. in this big box. So we're going down the highway, and apparently, at some point, it came peeling out of the back of that raft. Oh my gosh! The so, entire the entire box, the mm. entire box, thousand dollars worth of gear. So I'm like, I get to the river, you know, we're going to put in. I'm like, where's my box? Looking oh around everywhere, gosh, and I'm like, I know for sure I put it in the back of the, the trailer today. Like, I know it was back there. So I'm like, there goes a thousand bucks. Basically, not only was fishing bad, but I was in such a poor mental. Oh, I know how you get. Yeah. You get sad dog. With I, it, that was, it was like all my fly stuff. Like, I was going to have to retie or rebuy every fly that I had, fly boxes. I mean, that was like the biggest thing. Obviously, I keep saying it, but. You know, there's like tippet. There was, you know, like I had just tons of stuff in there. But anyway, so we fish, terrible fishing. And on my way home, I'm like, I'm going to go back the way that I came just to see. Just, you know, whatever. So I get on 74, drive in the opposite direction. And I'm kind of like looking, you know, out in the median every once in a while to see if I see, you know, this box. And I look over at one point and I see just a yellow because I have a woolly booger junior yeah. or, or cliff, whatever that beast box junior or whatever it is from cliff um, bug, bugger beast 
Junior, I think is what it's called. But anyways, I can't remember. Um, but anyways, I see this yellow, like just like a flash of yellow. So I'm like, oh, there it is. All my stuff. <laughs> so I go like I pull over into the left lane, pull an illegal U-turn in the middle of I-74, go back. It's not my fly box. It's just it's just something else. So I'm like, so now I got to go like 10 miles down the highway, get back off the exit, get back on, go the opposite way. So I get like another 10 miles up the road, you know, past the spot where I initially thought I saw it. And I look over and I see another spot of yellow. And I'm like, I'm just seeing things. And then I see a, a spot of blue, which is the color of the lid on my Tupperware container. So I'm like, oh, that's it. So I, I pull a U-turn, another illegal U-turn, and this time I almost get rear-ended. It was a whole thing. But I ended up making the U-turn on I-74, and I go back, and literally this cheap Tupperware container that I bought from Walmart that was like 12 bucks, just like absorbed a 75-mile-per-hour <laughs> collision with the ground with absolute zero damage whatsoever. Oh, my god! It was flipped dude. over and, like, 15 feet off the road. So I'm like, there was one hole ripped in the top, okay? So I'm like, oh, man, this is amazing. All my stuff is in here. I'm, like, looking through it. Truck's parked in the median. And I'm like, man, there's only one thing missing. It's my brand-new... Uh, reel from the able or not able reels the uh, the guys here in Indiana not w- the Walton Rods guys. So uh, what's the name of their company? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> I'm gonna put you it's on. It's the best. It's the best. Uh, the, it's the best reel that I've ever. Yeah, heard. I I I'm trying to remember their the name of their company because it's range reels. Yeah, it's range the ra- the range reel, but it's got an a veil. I think is the um is their new you like it pretty well dude i love that reel it's the best reel i've ever had and so i'm like man that thing is like it's gone it's the only thing missing out of this box and did i look up the highway and it looks like a range reel murder scene i mean this thing is <laughs> oh, like, did it? oh like... smashed like into like a <laughs> hundred pieces because it must have just like it must have just gotten tossed out of that like little break in the fly box and went into the middle of the highway and somebody had clearly just like my fly line was scattered out and but anyways all things considered pretty like yeah i couldn't believe that's not the first reel that you've had obliterated on the interstate either and maybe not even on 74 what are you talking about do you not remember on our way out to uh missouri oh well that was a fly reel no it wasn't a fly reel but I saw a, a gentleman run over a spinning reel on the interstate, and it yeah. was the sound it made was not pretty. <laughs> Just a single tear. Oh. Chris, that was my grandpa's spinning rod he gave me. It was, dude. That was an ant- Was that 74 or 70? It was 70. Oh, yeah. was it? Yeah. But, anyways, I, I was like. It kind of. I called my brother, and he was nowhere near as amped as I was after a terrible day of fishing. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, great, got your stuff back. That's awesome." And then like, it's like, "All right, I'll talk to you later." I was like, "Oh," <laughs> but anyways, it was a triumphant moment. Yeah, I yeah. know the feeling, dude. I I once found famously found uh, four couch cushions along four sixty five, along a. 25 mile stretch of 465 dude that's a great feeling isn't it 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 was a miracle yeah (laughs) i found one in carmel i found one in castleton and i found one on the north side of or south side of beach grove dude i'm not even joking was it your fault that they were lost oh yeah i didn't strap them down (laughs) dude a guy i just probably just came up to katie like it wasn't a big deal i told you i'd find them i just bought i just bought this couch off like facebook and katie had been looking forever for this type of particular couch i was like yeah i'll just go up there i'll take my trailer up there and get it well i get down to the south side and some guy rips i've been in the fast lane he like rips beside me and i'm like what does this guy want Roll my window down. He's like, hey, you just lost a cushion. And I'm like, ah, damn it. And so I pull off on the next exit. All three top cushions are gone. Oh, dude. So I literally drove. I was like, the only one I'm going to find these. I went all the way up to Carmel where I bought it at. And I found one on the way up in Carmel on 31 
off of 465 and drove my entire route in rush hour and found the other two cushions. And it was snowing too. Hmm. It was a miracle. That so is a miracle, I, I'm definitely, I definitely identify with that. Every time, it's like a, couch, a treasure hunt. Every time a couch cushion is found, <laughs> a fat angel gets gouged. There, there was the first one I found though. Had a tire track across it, oh, and I was like, no. it. But single motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, it actually, uh, it all came out. The couch is in the center of it. it's in great shape. Dude, I love so, that. Yeah, you it's a walked, nice couch. Katie found it. Katie just like. I told you I'd find them. <laughs> no, I called her and I was like, I did. She was calling me the whole time because she's like excited to get it. And uh, it was like one of those, it was like probably $8,000 couch. We got it for like, you know, 800 bucks on Facebook Dude. or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I called her and I, she was calling me the that's whole a, time I a, was driving home. It's called a hillbilly lottery ticket. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, I was uh, driving home and she was calling me like, how are you going to be home? Are you going to be home? And I was lo- still looking for the cushions and I was not going to answer my phone until I found them. <laughs> and I waited until I found the third one, which I didn't think there was any way I was going to find it, but I waited until I found the third one. And, uh, I, I finally answered her call and I was like, I have good news and bad news. <laughs> I was like the good news. I just found all three cushions. With the bad news, they have tire tracks on them. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, I have uh, I've only destroyed one other reel on the road, one other yeah. fly reel, and it was... Uh, I was with my brother. And you lost... Uh, I remember about that. That was in your yeah. hide, wasn't it? No, we were waiting uh, one night, and mm-hmm. I gave him a ride from my parents' house to the put-in, which was only like five minutes down the road, and he had his rod already put together, like waiting on me. So he's like, oh, I'll just break it down and put it in the back of your truck. I was like, no, check this out. Lifted up my windshield wiper and put his rod underneath of it. Why did you do that? Because it, you can do you can do it, okay? It holds your <laughs> rod just fine. Your rod is pointed backwards, and the windshield wiper holds it in place. Okay? Let me ask you, accidentally turned on the windshield wiper? I accidentally, I, on the way to the river, this giant bug, okay, that's like... Three times larger than like an ant-sized dragonfly <laughs> hits my windshield dead center. Okay, like the gut. It looked like the the thing from Men in Black. You instinctively turn on the windshield. I didn't even think about it. We were talking about something like completely random, and I I wasn't even looking at the road. I just flipped the windshield wiper, and dude. That rod just came peeling off my windshield, and I just like, ah, oh, like couldn't take it back. This is the one flaw with that storage yeah. solution. Oh, the one flaw, yeah. And my brother just looked at me. He's like, "You're an idiot." Like, yeah, I am. Like, pulled over and went back, and his rod was actually completely fine, but the reel was just slaughtered. Mm. So. They don't make make them fly reels like they used to. No, I had to go. I had to buy them a new one. They can't take high speed yeah. interstate crashes. And the worst part about it is that he, I had to fish with my eagle claw at the time. I had a, I had a, a five weight, six foot eagle claw that I had to fish with. You know, the rest of the night, I had to let him use my good rod. So, I bet you still caught fish. I don't think I did. <laughs> I think my brother just sort of piled out in front of me and caught most of the fish but uh anyways dude i appreciate uh recording the pod good to see you same here dude it's been i think it'll be a couple weeks until i see you again way too long nah so we'll get together we'll do a little tournament wrap up you can make fun of me for not winning it again dude you're gonna win yeah we're doing a a chigan's doing a custom shirt for the winner Oh yeah, well, smallmouth king of Indiana. So the question is, if you win it, are you still going to do the shirt? <laughs> this is uh, we're not even going to talk about that. All right. So All right. yes, I will because we're going to advertise it before the tournament. Well, so. um, thanks everybody for listening. Yeah, and, it was good. Uh, it was good catching up. For uh, sure. Hopefully, everybody. Oh, that. Leave us a five star review on Instagram or on yeah, iTunes. I haven't checked them in a while. We've gotten some regular. We're getting some one stars. Are we really? Oh yeah, we got some one stars coming in. I feel like I heard I heard an argument the other day that any um, legitimate business or like podcast that has ratings needs to have several bad reviews to be actually legit because otherwise people think they're fake. Well, we're real. We are so <laughs> so real. And, and what's our overall rating? Um, 
I don't know. It's pretty good. I think it's like 4.8 or 4.9. Yeah, well, that's pretty good. It's fine. But, I I mean, you know, I I get the one stars. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) I do. I'm not even Uh, going to argue with it. So, I don't know if I get the three and the four stars. Yeah, I feel like we're either a one or a five. We're either one or five. Yeah. I think you either love us or you hate us. Oh, yeah, it dropped us all the way to 4.8. Yeah. That's surprising. Um, I'm going to see. Do we have any? No, oh, we don't no. have any new ones. No, I mean, we've got new ratings, but no good, no new no reviews. Comments. So, yeah, leave us a review. We'll read it. Uh, leave us a rating. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, wet boys. Come on now. We need some more ratings. Follow us on uh, Instagram. Oh, yeah, and follow uh, Ashigan Brands and River Rat. Ashigan Brands. USA. Yeah, River Rat USA. Um, I think we're going to do some sort of Ashigan official sponsorship here. We'll maybe do like we'll sponsor the what's new in your box or something because we've asked like eighteen people to sponsor that segment and nobody wants anything to do with it. Yeah, dude. What what the heck? I, I mean, you know, make your own. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. So, anyways, all right. Thanks, we'll everybody. Have, we'll have Smalley Talk gear for sale um, in the next two months on a Cheegan. So, yeah. So you guys will get you some. All right, dude. Shirts. You're not paying for this ad time, so I'd appreciate it if you would <laughs> shut up. All right? All right. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll, uh, you know, as always, free the fighter. Free the fighter, baby. All right. Later. <laughs>